This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, uh, in terms of Christian, he's uh, yeah, he's good to go. Obviously, um, yeah, he's been in the hands of the medical team, just going through all the protocols. It's a pretty, um, yeah, clearly defined uh, sort of process we needed to go through, and he's ticked all the boxes. He's felt fine all week, to be fair to him, and um, trained and uh, ready to go. And aside from that, no change from last week. You know, I'm not all over social media, but I'm well aware when things aren't going well, what uh, it slowly filters through to me. Um, look, I'm, I'm obviously pleased that you know, um, our supporters and, and you know, people associated with the club are feeling positive. But you know, it was it was an okay start for us. You know, we, we we're still very early stages of kind of the the way we want to play, the way we we want to go about things, and I guess the most positive thing to take out of first game for us was that we had a lot of things sort of go wrong in that first 45 minutes that aren't sort of part of, you know, you can say you're planning and that, you know, we, we score first and then the goal scorer and our, our most experienced, most accomplished defender in a very young back four has to go off and then you can see the, a penalty which, you know, at the time I'm thinking, you know, was it was a bit of a harsh one and then you watch Monday night and that reframes your, your thinking and then um, and then we can see the known goal from a guy making his debut so with all those kind of things in that context you go geez it could have gone south really quickly but I really liked the way the players reacted to it so that was the most positive thing for me it wasn't so much our football because I still think we've got a long way to go there but we're going to need resilience um, this year for sure because there are going to be many times where we're going to tested and uh, I thought that was a good sort of early sign for us. In terms of the transfer period, is it fair to say you need to get players out before you think about getting players in or do you feel you still need to wait for some things that are happening in the game? Well, the, 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 that's the reality of it. We can't just keep 
acquiring players when we've got too big a squad as it is at the moment and, and it affects your training, it affects the players themselves because you know, ultimately they all want to play and be involved. So <clears throat> you know, for us it's it's not so much one has to happen for the other but you know, like I said, our focus right at the moment is to try and trim the squad down and um, and then see where, where that takes us in terms of um, reinforcements. Um, we're constantly assessing that on a daily basis and you know, there's still, what, two weeks to go in the window and uh, I'm sure you'll see some movement. In terms of the area of the field, <coughs> is it just a striker in particular that you feel that it can really be used again? No, not necessarily. Um, you know, I, I know that's kind of the obvious place people look at because of, you know, recent outgoings, but um, like I said, we've been planning for that for a while. For me, it's just, you know, we just got to, you know, there's still areas I think we can strengthen in all our lines, to be honest, um, you know, defensively, midfield, up front. Um, but again, that's not just sort of bringing players in for the sake of it. They've got to fit the sort of profile we're, we're looking at. Um, you know, we've purposely gone a bit younger with our, with our sort of recruiting because we want to build a team here. It's not about sort of you know, putting some, some finishing touches to something. We're building something here. So, um, you know, that's the kind of profiles we're looking at. You're really sorry you have to bring it up? Uh, I'm an Irishman. Okay, that's true. Fair, fair um, enough. Yeah. Two things. Uh, one, will you now be rooting for England in the final? <laughs> and, and two, are you happy if we call out the Ashes decider? Yeah, no, no. The, the Ashes are done, mate. They're, they're, they're back in Australia. And uh, look, it was, a, it, was a, it, was a, it was a great game. And, um, you know, talking to people back home, it's just the way the whole tournament's been embraced is the most important thing for us. I know, you know, obviously much prefer we'd won and, and got to the final but you know if you know the sort of um, the history of football in, in, in Australia um, we don't have many of these moments where you know the whole country is looking at the game let alone the, the team you know the, the, the Matildas the national team but they're just looking at the game and you know, for people like me and people who sort of you know grew up we got Lynchy back there it, it, it was in your game over in Australia it's hard you know it's hard to get the game in, in the papers or in the, on TV or any sort of exposure and it's been wall to wall which is brilliant and it's in the middle of you know um, the other code season which again is um, is gold for us so hopefully it's it's everlasting um, as to who I'll be going for I, you know I live in England now and um, as long as it's a great game and a great spectacle that's all I'll say mate. Yeah I will be yeah. Yeah. Alex? Well, every week will be a first. So I mean, I, I can't really get up for it because I'll be I'll be buzzing all year. So um, it's it, look, it's a, it's a great challenge for us. I mean, the most important thing for us is is it's our first uh, you know home game um, in the in the Premier League. And obviously, um, you know, last week, like I said, we we showed some really good characteristics in terms of our resilience. Tomorrow's about showing a little bit more of our football and hopefully, you know, against a really strong opponent. Um, Try and impose our game style. That's that's got to be our goal every week now to, to see if we can improve the way we play our football and and make an impact against the best teams. And um, you know that's our challenge tomorrow. You know I'm sure our fans will be up for us. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know so from my perspective, it's more about sort of you know we're at that stage where everything, all our focus has to be on us and and developing our football. 
Yeah, very highly. I mean, obviously followed him from um, you know, his days, his days at Ajax, and, and previous to that, and he you know built a great team there. And um, you know, you can see at Man U, he's he's, <laughs> he's made an impact at a club where you know um, it's been very difficult to make an impact since uh, Sir Alex uh, retired. So you know, it's not it's not the easiest job in the world. And uh, yeah, I've got a great respect for. For him, as I do for all managers, I think to get to this space uh, where, you, where you're managing the Premier League, uh, yeah, uh, requires a fair bit of, uh, um, let's just say, you know, a body of work to get you to, to a certain space. And uh, you know, he's earned the right to, to coach one of the biggest clubs in the world, and I think he's done a good job. And he's only in his first year as Yeah, uh, it'll be. You know, I'm sure it'll be a great atmosphere. We obviously had the friendly game against Shakhtar there, and um, you can just sense. I mean, it's a great stadium, and um, you know, I am. I'm looking forward to to the atmosphere generated by our supporters. And you know, look, I'm, I'm at that sort of you know, funny stage of you know, the supporters at the moment have been very, very supportive, but I don't sort of um, expect that, nor do I feel worthy of it. I've still got to prove myself to to our fans and, and the people at the club by our deeds rather than sort of our words. And at the moment, you know, the, we're hopefully, um, you know, giving them some sort of belief in what we're trying to create, but we've still got to back that up and improve on a weekly basis. And, and you know, we need our supporters behind us. Um, there's no doubt about that. We want, you know, the, you know, Tottenham ground to be a place where, you know, the energy is all on our side. So um, hopefully that, that's, that happens tomorrow. There was a, a, an exact timeline. Um, you know, I, I, I probably wouldn't be as excited about the prospect as I am because everywhere I've worked, it's taken a different amount of time. Um, there's always been a happy ending, so I take solace in that. But um, the beginnings are always challenging, and how long they last just depends. Depends on you know the players, the competition, the way we're working. Um, depends on a lot of things, and, and I don't put timelines on it because I just think, as I said. Um, that's the exciting bit for me. You know, you always hope it happens really quickly for many reasons, but uh, you know, I, I don't put that sort of expectation on the players. It's just about you know them understanding how we want to play, how we want to behave, and how we want to approach things. And you know, as I said, um, you know, different stages that we'll, we'll see it click in. Yeah, they've been good. I mean, Sonny and, and you know, look, I think um, he's been he's been captain of his country for for a while now, and um, you know, he's always had, I think, a fairly you know um, sort of position in the game where you know he's well respected by by friend and foe. You know, so he's one of these kind of players, and I think you know he leads by example. He trains hard every day, and I think he's in, he's embraced the role and him and, and matters, and obviously uh, Romero. You know, it's theirs now. You know, it's, it's up to them to, to make it what it is, and um, I'm sure that they're sort of going through that process now of you know, really trying to figure out, you know, what kind of leaders they want to be and, and the environment. And it's, it's it's all part of that process. Thanks, Sam. Are you 
Yeah, pleased. Um, you know, in many respects, they've got no choice. You know, that's that's the life of a professional footballer these days. We we don't have a, a massive tolerance or patience. Um, you know, we expect them to hit, you know go in and just hit the ground running. And uh, you know, my expectations of them. Again, I, I kind of work with them every day. Um, apart from Mickey, obviously, who came in late. Um, you know, with Destiny and Vic and and Matters. You know, you know, making their debuts for the club. They've had really good preseason. So. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. I was confident you know, that they would go out there and acquit themselves well, but you know, Mickey was, again, you know, very, very good in the way you know, he just approached the whole game. I thought he showed a real good temperament you know, for a young guy. I mean, you've got to remember that he's 22, you know, Destiny's 20. Um, so, you know, the fact that they had the temperament in a very difficult venue and the, like I said, the way the game went in the first half, I thought they really acquitted themselves well, so that's good signs for us. But um, I think part of that is also the way that the whole, whole group's embraced the new players. Um, you know, it's a good environment and they feel like, you know, they feel comfortable enough to then just concentrate on performing. Yeah, no, he was good. Um, you know, still areas, you know, he needs to improve and, and, and we're pushing. But, um, yeah, he, he was good. He's been good all pre-season. And, and, look, it's the same for all the players. I guess every, you know, irrespective of how, you know, what your history is, every every opportunity, every year offers a new opportunity to, to establish yourself and, and make an impact and, and, and make your mark. And, <coughs> you know, Biss has that opportunity along with others. I mean, ultimately, you know, it's, it's their careers. There's... There's, you know, they're, they're not infinite. They're finite. There's an end date to them, and every year that, you know, they don't want to have too many years where they just feel like they haven't made the impact they want. So, um, you know, he's he's had a good energy about him. He's, he trains well. He's, you know, he's. I think he, the way we play does suit him for sure. But you know, still areas he's got to improve, and, and 
you know, the great thing is, you know, this week he's, you know, he's taken on that information and hopefully, you know, keeps developing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, getting just the win, I don't know if that does anything. If we go out there and win 1-0 and we're not convincing in our performance, yeah, OK, we'll feel good for a couple of days, but that isn't going to give me any sort of um, real solace that we're heading in the right direction. Strong performance is what we're after. You know? Obviously, we want to win. I mean, that's, that goes without saying, but you want to win on the back of playing our football, um, showing signs of progression from last week, um, you know, trying to impose our game against a really good opponent. And you win that way, and that's how you accelerate belief. But you know, we, we've got to get a, you know, we can't be in a situation where there's a desperation just for a result because then it goes against the grain of everything we're trying to build here. But we fully understand, and I certainly fully understand that for a lot of people that's the only measure, and um, you, you've just got to accept that. But for me, tomorrow it's about a strong performance, progression from last week against a really you know, good opponent, and um, and hopefully that. That gives us that momentum to keep going. George? Angelo, um, I think the Tottenham fans are finding it quite hard going to the White Hart Lane in terms of the style of football from their past three managers. But are you just sort of going to entertain the Tottenham fans that are they're excited for something that you just didn't play? Is that your plan for the season? Well, my plan is to win. Um, that's the only thing that kind of my focus is. But as I said before, you know, the way we play is important to that and, and you know uh, we can't just sort of uh, you know I, I, I understand that you know last year was a very very difficult year but you know this club's been in a you know pretty good shape for the last um, sort of X amount of time you know you can go back as far as you want okay they haven't had the ultimate success but they've been you know in a, in a very in the hardest league in the world they've been a very very good side so I don't think the whole experience of the Tottenham supporters over the last few years has been that negative, you know, I just think on the backdrop of next year, last year for sure, you know, but I, I, I don't want to sell them false hope, I, I, you know, this is not, they're not coming to, um, you know, they're not coming to a carnival, it's a football match, and they want to go home with the three points, but within that context, I want, I want us to play football that does excite them for sure, and not just them, but I want everyone sort of talking about the way we play, and I think that's, that's always been my sort of marker as to making an impact, and, and within that context, that takes us to, to the point where we have success, but you know it's not, um, you know, I'm not. It's not about sort of making them happy. It's about giving them joy, joy that comes from suffering, you know. And, and I mean, I, I just I'll, I'll say that because I listened to a podcast during the week, and I just thought it was a great sort of description of what football is about. You know, it's, it's not about being happy because you actually suffer a game of football until that joyous moment when the ball goes in the net or you win the game, you know. And um, that's kind of, I thought, a nice way of sort of what I'm trying to do is just bring them joy but understand there's going to be some suffering within that, you know. What was the podcast? It was, um, it was Louis Thoreau interviewing um, Australian, um, Australian singer. What's his name? Oh, escapes me now. Um, Louis Thoreau. <laughs> it's a little bit deeper than that. No, nothing against Peter Andre, obviously. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a fantastic talent. Um, but yeah, it just escapes me for the moment. Yeah. Thank you.
it was interesting. I like listening to things. I like reading things. If something sort of pops up that I, I sort of piques my interest, I'll always uh, – you never stop learning, mate. You know, it's funny that. So, um, and the best way to do that is listen. Don't talk too much. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Ali? Look, we, we signed him because we believe, you know, he's got some great attributes and great profile and, and some great potential. But, you know, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as to say one game, you know, sort of justifies all those things. Mickey knows that he's here to, to challenge himself, for sure. He's here to improve. He's here to um, kind of hopefully develop into the defender that he wants to be and we, we believe he can be in the toughest possible environment. I mean, he, he only had one year in the Bundesliga, you know, and, and before that he was at Volendam. He wasn't like at one of the big Dutch clubs with respect to, to Volendam. So, you know, he, he's made some enormous leaps, and which was encouraging to me because it meant that this is another enormous leap that he, he'll be able to handle it. But, you know, he'll be the first to say that one game is not what he came here for. You know, he's here to, like I said, to challenge himself. He's going to be facing the world's some of the world's greatest strikers on a weekly basis, um, you know, and, and that'll be his 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 challenge. But he's he's a willing learner. He, like I said, he came that with, with that mindset. And our role is to provide that environment. Now that's our responsibility. We've we've taken the potential. Now is to give him the environment to turn that potential into you know what he can be. God, you know, I think my role within that is to, as you said, to make sure that the, the stuff I'm con in control of, um, you know, they they respond to in a positive way because ultimately it's their football club. You know? So, um, to be fair, it's not an unusual space for me. I know people talk about the treble I won at Celtic, but the beginnings of Celtic were very similar. You know, there, there was... You know, there's a lot going on on and off the field at the time. And it's only natural when, when, when football clubs have a disappointing period that there's going to be that kind of, um, you know, um, environment where, you know, the, there is going to be the people unhappy. But my role within that is, like I said, to, to hopefully get people to um, focus on, on on what we're all here for, and that is, you know, the, the, the football club and the players and, and the team and, and having success. And there's no doubt that, We'll get there quicker if we're united, you know, on and off the field. Absolutely, um, but I've never and I never will, you know, tell people how to feel or how they should behave in terms of the context of expressing, you know, their their emotions. I think, you know, that's their right. They've earned that right to do that. Um, and and my role in that is to try and produce a team that hopefully gets us united to to what's most important. Yeah, we'll just see. He's been really good. I've been really impressed with him um, since I've come in. He, he had a, you know, he had a bit of an injury which set him back a little bit pre-season. So, um, but we're, we're keeping him with us at the moment. Um, you know, I'll probably make a decision on on Dane sort of till 
you know, the next couple of weeks about whether, you know, it's always a fine balancing act whether, you know, they stay with us in the training environment, you know, depending on the sort of game time we think they'll get as opposed to, to going out and, and, you know, getting some meaningful games on um, at, at his age. So we'll make that decision, but I'm really happy with the way he's developed, the way he's, uh, you know, the way he's training and, and you know, we'll, we'll make that decision over the next sort of week or so. Okay, last couple of this section, Charlie and then George, please. Well, we didn't start because there was a lack of water. <laughs> so there, there's the first for you, and that's and that's a beauty. That's a beauty of football. You know, it doesn't matter how long I've been in. There's always something new. Um, no, look. Aside from that, not, no, not really. I mean, it was a. Like I said the, the the game was 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 okay. There was a fair bit going on, particularly in that first half. And um, you know, my sort of view of that was that you know. Well, like I said I was really pleased with the way we responded to, to what happened, but yeah, it was still still a game of football, mate, where you're trying to you know prepare a team and and then you know sort of hopefully seeing the things that you've worked on and the information you've given come to fruition in some way, shape, or form, and that was the focus on the day. Um, yeah, I can see why it's a difficult place to to, to go and win games. Um, you know, they create, you know, it's obviously a small, tight crowd. They create a really good atmosphere. They get behind their team and uh, and they're very well organised, structured side. But, yeah, we kind of knew that going into it. I don't remember it being very much as tomorrow at the English breakfast. They were very well organised team defensively. Maybe that's back as much defensively. How different would the challenge be tomorrow? Yeah, it'll be different. But I think every sort of game's different. I think, you know, you kind of look at, teams and, and the first thing you, you, you try and identify is there a sort of you know real sort of pattern in the way they play and usually that's on the back of you know how long they've been doing it that way in the manager and obviously with Brent Brentford Thomas has been there for quite a while so you can see it's it's firmly ingrained in their players and in their methodology and I think it's the same with Eric now. He's kind of <coughs> in that period where the, the players are slowly grasping again. You know, you can see there's a consistency in the way they do things. And that's what you're kind of first thing you try and identify. So the challenge is different. But, you know, is it well established or is it something that's new or something that's a different direction? And uh, like I said, that it'll be a different challenge, but um, no less you know, challenging, as I said, because, um, you know, they've, they've got a team that, that's sort of been working on it for, for a fair while now. How hard is it to work with the balance of you being focused on what you're doing with Derek and accepting that you do need to adjust what you're trying to do? I think you always do that, but I, you know, my my fallback position on that is, particularly in these early stages, it's still got to be about us. Um, you know, I think if we focus too much on um, you know, negating the opposition, then we're not really building, you know, what we're doing again is is surviving and, and again, it's, there's a desperation around the result, which I understand. Like I said, that that's some people's only measure, but, you know, I'd r much rather focus, you know, on, you know, can we impose our, our game style on a very good opponent? You know, that's that's got to be our ambition tomorrow. Um, that's where we're going to lean towards rather than sort of, um, you know, spending too much time or, or focusing too much on, on what an opposition uh, you know, potentially has to offer or where they can hurt us. George? 
it means a lot. But like I said, I you know, it, 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 I'm not comfortable with it because I, you know, and, and you love what it means because it's, you know, for the most part, it's just blind faith. You know, I haven't yet delivered anything. You know, you, you know, hopefully when the day comes that you know we deliver as a team, then you, you kind of um, it means something different then. Um, but I don't dismiss it either because you know um, that's like I said, that's people taking a huge leap of faith on on on, on me as an individual, and um, I appreciate that. But it also, you know, it's 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 a it's a really good reminder of the responsibility I have. You know, I've got to I've got to pay that back. You know, that that faith and you know support that at the moment is on the back of very little. Um, you know, we've got to start producing stuff that's substantial. So we 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 kind of take that credit when it's deserved. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it is important, as I said earlier, I think, ultimately with all these things, you know, you, you first thing you kind of question is the motive of why people are doing it and that's something I can't answer because I wasn't here you know so like I said I can't tell people how to feel but um, you know like I said what I do know is if, if we are united and you know as, as a football club uh, supporters um, everyone involved in and out of the club during those 90 minutes or 120 minutes depending on how much extra time you have um, it gives us our best chance of success, you know, and, and ultimately that's why we all do it, you know, for all, for all, you know, you can, you know, in every family you can have disagreements, but you come together, hopefully at the dinner table and, and sort of, you know, embrace the fact that, you know, we are, we are a family and uh, we're going to need our supporters tomorrow for sure, but our role in that is to, to give them something to, to get excited about. I'm not really across it. Like I said, with with the outgoings, I'm, I'm not for any other reason that <coughs> I have very little control over it. And also, you know, my focus has to be on, on sort of you know what's what's in front of us right now. Um, you know, he's obviously training, but I think with all these things, uh, I'm assuming that over the, the, the you know as we get close to the window, they'll all sort of accelerate. I expect. OK, we'll end the broadcast section there and move on to the embargoed section, please, uh, for 10.30 p.m. tonight, Tom. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.